previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. We need to do what your grandfather couldn't do and talk to other people about this, get help, find someone else that can enter the spirit world. I think I do know someone else. Do you trust that Saffron kid? I think I trust Sappy's intentions. I heard Saito out in the hallway. Said he'd seen Saffron walking around the dorm, coming in and out of people's rooms. They're like rugged up in bed. Everything is bleak. And your phone lights up. It's a message from Bartholomew. Uh, yeah. It just says, hey babe. Welcome to Real Fantasy Encounters. Today, we're continuing our Breakfast Cult campaign. Breakfast Cult was written by Etten, and it uses the Fate Accelerated system. My name is Aaron, and I'll be the GM. I'm joined by Seamus. Hi, I'll be playing uh, everyone's favorite knife boy, Saffron Spirit Caller. Charlie? Hi, uh, this time around I'll be playing Maja Olsen II. And Nick? Uh, hello, I will be playing Rudy Asiari. Uh, last session, uh, Rudy paid his debt to the Femme Fatales. Maja got a horrible new boyfriend. And Saffron confessed his secret dreamscape abilities to Rudy and Jane. At sword point. At sword point. <laughs> I told you I was the knife boy. <laughs> normally how confessions work, normally you're threatened and you give the confession. It's not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up I'm going to confess to you right now <laughs> At the end of last session Everybody here took a Minor milestone Yay! I think you said it was a major milestone Yeah Everybody here took a major milestone hey. Double yay <laughs> um, Does everyone want to go around And share with the class What they took and what they gave up so uh, run, run us through first what what comes with a with a with a major. Um, I believe you get to increase one of your um, your scores, so yeah. your ability points. And then you have yes, the you option of either changing an aspect or swapping out stunts. I believe it was. I think it was both. The both. Yes, uh, minor is you get one of those. Major is both. You took yeah yeah yeah. So at the yeah. Um, uh, what you actually took was a significant milestone. It wasn't a minor milestone. It's a one step up from that. Um, these usually happen at the end of an episode or big plot event, roughly every two to three sessions. You get the benefits of a minor milestone both the following. If you have a severe consequence and haven't started recovery yet, you can now. You also raise the grade of one approach by one. The minor milestone um, uh, level up. After a minor milestone, you can choose one the following. You can switch the ratings of two approaches. You can rename one aspect that isn't your concept, or you can exchange one stunt for a different stunt. Uh, which is useful as uh, we are playing the system for the first time and now we've actually learned how it works. Yeah, yes. we um, can <laughs> stunts we use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for me, what I did is I upped uh, one of my approaches. So I upped my quick from a C to a B, and I swapped out one of my stunts, one of the ones I never used. Henceforth, I've forgotten what it was. But I've switched that out with uh, one that uh, uh, we came up with is bada bing, bada boom. Uh, plus two to forceful when using explosive alchemy against uh, multiple enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've moved my forceful from B to A. And uh, I swapped out one of my aspects. Previously, my student aspect uh, was uh, the art club's middleman. Uh, I have uh, upgraded that in a way to resourced by President Carr. Yeah. 
now that she's offered to help me. The Don's simp. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have increased my force fall from an A to an A+. And I have replaced uh, my stunt um, going home club, um, which would let me withdraw from a scene with a new one, which is called False Sorcery, which lets me um, add two to Clever whenever I'm lying about five ring sorcery. Yeah, and I, I like that is the be-all and end-all of the leveling system. It is concise. Um, as always, we begin um, in the white room. Um, uh, you are sitting across from the, this cleaner who, um, after hearing um, uh, the last portion of your confession, leans forward. Again, the, the oppression, the, well, the atmosphere of this room is so oppressive. And the heat in the room is starting to crank up as well. Um, the the protective face mask of the cleaner you can see is starting to fog up behind um, uh, this PPE. And he says, "So you admit to hiding Kevin Fong's body in the cellar scrap heap?" Uh, Kevin Fong's body was already in the cellar scrap heap. <laughs> But you didn't tell anybody about it afterward. Not immediately. Do you understand it's a punishable offense to obfuscate evidence from cleaners? And this, and he turns to you, Saffron, this Neko spirit, is it with us now? Honestly? I don't know. The cleaner leans back, and um, uh, after a brief pause says... Back to your version of events. And we cut to morning in the council room. Just as your minutes with Lake are wrapping up, Marja. Mm-hmm. Lake gathers up his files from the desk and uh, watch him as he finishes off another Super Fusion Plus energy drink um, and uh, anxiously crushes the can as he walks out of the room. You know, you really should get a smoothie sometime. They're probably a bit better for you. Um, he grunts at you aggressively as he, as he walks out, and he rips open the door, and as he leaves, another person enters. Yeah. It's Professor Al-Nadir. Oh, okay, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else entirely with that. You're now apprehensive. <laughs> <laughs> to character introductions. I am, I am. I'm like, please don't be Bartholomew. Please don't be Bartholomew. <laughs> he, um, he hovers in the doorway a tad, then slowly closes the door behind him. Marja. Hey, Teach, what's up? He, um, he points, like, gestures back at the desk as you were going to leave. And he pulls out a chair and sits down. He goes, we need to talk. Okay. And she, she pulls out a chair and sits, for once, actually sits down in the chair itself opposite um, Professor Al Nadir. He looks like he hasn't slept or has not been sleeping well of late. Um, uh, and the clothes he's wearing are, are clean, but they're disheveled. He's not his usual self. He says, I'm aware that you withdrew a file recently. Uh, yeah, a couple. One of them belonged to Jane Doe. Ah, yeah? I'm just wondering why you're interested in her. That's right. He was the legal guardian listed on that, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. She sort of looks at the the professor's sort of... Does he seem like... You said he seemed tired, but does he seem sort of like nervous or distressed or any way? He, you, you feel like he's got a little bit of distress going on, like, uh, like under, under, like the, um, uh, under the togetherness, what he's pulled himself together to be today. Yeah, she sort of sighs a bit. And, well, like originally, I was just like grabbing files here and there to look into this whole like you know cheating conspiracy thing, and I mean I grabbed everyone from the dorm because you know like suspects or whatever but I had when I looked at like Jane's I mean her business is her business and I'm not gonna like talk about it or anything but like I touched base with her just to like make sure she was all good and if she never needed to chat or anything but like it's confidential it's confidential it's not 
going anywhere. And she sort of like looks at him pointedly. Cheating conspiracy. He was in on this. It's the first time you're talking to him about it. Oh. I was under the impression the headmaster had told you. Or at least he told me he told you. He definitely told me. Does this have something to do with Jane? Oh, no, no, no. Jane, she's a sweetheart. She's fine. But I was just sort of, you know, as student council president, and, you know, like, in the class, they were just like, hey, could you, like, check it out? And so I've been checking it out. And what have you found? She looks kind of, like, tilted, I guess is the right word for it. She's like, nothing concrete, which is annoying. But concrete in that I know, like, Sappy's innocent and Jane's innocent, obviously. And Rudy, because he's been with us the whole time. But yeah, there's just like, there's a lot of like open ends to stuff and stuff that doesn't match up, you know? So I'm doing all my detective stuff and like digging into it. You're very quick to say that Saffron's innocent. Uh, yeah, have you seen him draw? He thinks about this because, no, I haven't. He's terrible. You think like, like I've seen his records, like he's like, you know, his like glyph marks and whatever, they're like, okay, they're not great, but... Don't you think they'd be, like, a little bit better if he was, like, part of a whole ring or whatever? Does that make sense? And plus, like, Safi hasn't actually done anything. And he said he didn't, so, you know. I'm under the impression that you live with Kevin. Has there been anything said about him? Maja, I... I I want to think that we can trust one another. I mean, like, you were, like, a soups good teacher in semester one, and, like... And then she looks like the files are in a bag and she's like, you know, after talking to Jane and stuff, you've obviously got your students' best interests at heart, right? He, yeah, like, when you say this, um, uh, like, he gets real guarded. And he goes, I do. Sincerely. If you want my advice, I'd be talking to the principal about this investigation. Ask him about Kevin. I've looked at the files. I don't know how you got those files, mind you. That's that's none of my business. You're obviously trying to do something good, which I can respect. But Kevin's withdrawal from the institution? That was never finalized. So something is up with Kevin. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I want to work together with you on this. Uh, getting to the bottom of this cheating ring... Uh, That's one thing. But I also want to know what happened to Kevin. I have a feeling the two of them could be linked to some extent. I I think in this instance, I think I'd like to create an advantage or discover an aspect, I think. Okay. I I I imagine anyway, I think I Marja wants to see if she can get I I just like she wants to figure out how much she believes him. Mm. He seems earnest, but I think if, if this were like uh, D&D or masks or anything, it'd, mm. it'd be like a um, like an insight check, effectively. Yeah, okay. Um, roll, yeah, roll, roll that roll. I'm going to say the difficulty check for it is a three. Because he's, he's under a lot of pressure. You can see that. Yeah. And you feel that he's coming from you, uh, feeling, feel that he's talking from a place of sincerity but you're not quite certain what the nature of that sincerity is. Yeah, I feel I feel like she's trying to suss this out as carefully as she can and not give anything away, so it'll be a careful roll. Okay, so that's minus one, nothing, nothing, plus one, so that is a two. Two is not a failure. Yeah. You can succeed at great cost. You know what? I think Marge is at a point where she thinks she wants some, some more allies. So I think she'll succeed at a cost. I think Jabari al-Nadir leans over to you and he says, keep me abreast of the students that you look into, especially Jane. I want to know everything that you find out about her. In fact, it would be better if you just come to me if anything, if anything has to do with Jane. We can work together and determine what happened to Kevin. For the good of the class. Yeah. He, um, uh, he, he looks consternated and he says, I can't let a student death be on my hands again. And I think at the end of that, 
You gain an aspect on Jabari on the deer. Yeah, that's an aspect and a half, my boy. Guilty conscience is the aspect that you get on him. We cut then um, to the beginning of Homeroom. Um, It is just before you get into the room, Maja, and before Jabari on the deer, because the two of you go there together. Mm -hmm. Rudy and Saffron, (laughs) uh, you were in class. Um, uh, there, there is like the usual hubbub of, of students gossiping and having conversations before the day begins. Um, uh, and Saito comes up to you, Rudy, mm-hmm. aside from Saffron. Yeah. And, uh, he, he like, he, like he's kind of got his hands close by his sides and he's not like looking up at you. And he waves from, like, his hip to get your attention. Yeah, I shuffle over to him and go, uh, hey, hey, what's up? Good morning. I did it. You did something related to, hey, you were great help yesterday, man, with the uh, fielding the, the 5G questions. And it was a bit of a curveball, but... Uh, I did what you asked me to. I've, I've got plenty of seaweed for the... The, the crab, if that's what you're talking about. He, like, looks over in Saffron's direction and oh. says... Oh, shit. <laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> he says, you won't need to worry about him anymore. And then he leaves. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Well, see, this is a conflicting thing because you... <laughs> We are playing morally great characters. <laughs> uh, I look over to Saffron, the, the person who did uh, save me from a, an attack from the Femfetals last night, but did kidnap me. <laughs> At knife point, sorry, sword point. Sword point. <laughs> and I go, uh, Saito can't have anything that bad up his sleeve. And so I, I'm going to drop it. <laughs> oh my God. We'll just see how this plays out. We'll just out. see how it plays out. <laughs> if things get wild, I'll step in to stop it. But uh. Okay. Um, uh, it's at that point that you and um, uh, you and Jabari on the deer enter the room. Yeah, I like slide the door open. I'm like, hey, morning, everyone. As I do every morning. <laughs> some, some people, like, they look up, they nod in your direction. Um, uh, Bartholomew is there. She's actively just not looking at him. <laughs> He, um, uh, he, he's definitely looking at you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Definitely. Cool, 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 cool. His eyes full of longing. Jin is also looking at you. He's going, giving the thumbs yep. up. <laughs> <laughs> and she just sort of like closes her eyes just because, yeah. And she gives, she gives Bartholomew a little wave, but that's it. He gets a wave. As Jabari on the deer is organizing his papers at the front of class, he points down at you, Rudy. Um, and he goes, Rudy. And he gestures for you to come over. I, I, I get up and go, how, how did you like the crab picks? <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're fantastic. Uh, actually, I, I want to talk to you about that. Um, has he been eating well? Uh, Clampy is a, a voracious eater. <laughs> he loves his seaweed, which I got from the lake. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, well, Saito got it for me, as you would recall. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you have Clampy on you? Uh, sorry, sir, I don't have Clampy on me. He, he doesn't, I'm <laughs> asking you objectively. Um, uh, legitimately, no. I would, I think I left Clampy. In, in Kevin's room. room? Where you left the terrarium? Damn, that is where I put the terrarium. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, well, crabs don't need to be in a terrarium, right? <laughs> where did you leave Clampy? Just <laughs> <laughs> like in a mason jar? <laughs> I think there's a um, a section uh, on my writing desk in my room where I've just piled books into like a, a, a circle, and so I've just <laughs> that's totally gonna work, dude. Yes, <laughs> crabs notoriously, <laughs> yeah, they're notorious for not being able to just climb the fuck out of places. He's only got one claw. <laughs> he can't, he can't, can't get up. He's only got one claw. Yeah, you climb with your claws. Will... You climb with your peats. Yeah, but you're only off balance to just uh, fall true, over. True. I will let you know this. The morning you wake up, a minor flashback, and you're constructing that book fortress for Clampy. Yeah. He's regrown that claw. Oh. 
I build it a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> I use my my heavy art theory textbooks. And it's it's not like mild regrowth. This is a new claw. Mm. That's a, uh, uh, listen, Clampy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, a very neat trick you've pulled there, and Later on, I'm going to bring a crab doctor to come have a look at that. <laughs> he um uh, he bubbles at the mouth. Mm. But until then, I need you to hang out. I uh, got some snacks over in the corner of your coliseum. Clampy see him. <laughs> That's the next picture up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Clampy as a gladiator. <laughs> I, 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 got some, I got some rocks and I do. I have rocks. Yeah. I'll put them in there. I go, you need to hang tight and not grow any more things. <laughs> um, uh, for whatever uh, recognition that a crab can provide, it provides it to you somehow. <laughs> Telepathically, you hear Clampy say, okay. <laughs> Back in the classroom, um, Jabari Al-Nadir says, That's, it's great. Um, I'm glad you're having a good time with him. Uh, Clampy is very personable. <laughs> <laughs> He's great with people. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I just wanted to check in. Like, if if there's anything anything that goes wrong, mm. feel free to tell me. I know they're not the hardiest of creatures. Uh, he seems hardier than most. <laughs> hey, that I like to hear that. Um, I'll have him back safe and sound by the end of the week. It sounds like. Yes, you will. Thanks, Rudy. Um, oh, by the way, um, and he hands you a stack of papers. Can you hand out the pop quizzes to everybody? I would love to do that. <laughs> pop quiz! Oh, yes. Yeah, it's g- that time again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Rudy's a bit of a dick as he hands them out. He's like, pop quiz, get your pop quiz. <laughs> You're hungry for these, aren't you? Oren, mm. this is supposed to be a fantasy role-playing game? Yes. This is my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing tests? Damn it! <laughs> the same rules apply. No mobile phones, no internet. Yeah, uh, but you can use rolls I've, if they permit. I've been studying this time. I've been uh, in the books uh, on Witch Talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, what is what is our theme this time around? A cult history. It's always a cult history. It's always, always a cult history. history. <laughs> Let's write my test answers down. Pop quiz two. Okay. Cue the pop quiz music. Yeah. <laughs> the first question on the pop quiz. Now, the questions of this pop quiz, are they uh, listed in numbers or letters? Is it A, B, C, or one, two, three? A, B, C, D. Okay, great. Four questions. Uh, uh, four, four answers, potentially. These are multiple choice questions. Okay. Only one of them is the correct answer. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I will retouch on this. I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, you know how when you get a quiz, right? It's mm-hmm. your question one, yep. and they're normally listed with numbers or letters. I wasn't talking about the answers. Are the questions... Oh, these question one. question this one. Is nu- numerical okay. with letter answers. Oh, well, just, just go to the quiz. <laughs> how you conduct the pop quiz will not be on the pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already getting stressed. It's, it's an important game. for character law. Ah... <laughs> Okay, first question. What is the real name for the Easter Island heads? Is it A, the Nurai, B, the Moai, C, the Ainar, or D, the Motesh? That's a softball to um, start. Loving, That's good. Loving these, these faces that are being pulled at the table. I know yeah. nothing about rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I you know can, nothing about occult history. You can use rolls if you wish. I, yeah, if you feel you have something that will get you the correct answer, or at least nar- narrow down the answers a little bit, the real, you can use it. The real headheads know what the Easter Island heads are called. Yes. <laughs> You'll ever watch Night at the Museum, God. Not since it fucking came out. <laughs> I did watch Night at the Museum, but I don't remember any of the content from that movie. <laughs> yeah. Now that's the one where Owen Wilson is a cowboy. He's a cowboy. I just yeah. remember the hot mummy. That was about it. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
There was a wait. There was a hot mummy. There was a hot mummy. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did she marry Robin Williams at the no, end? No, no. There film? was actually a mummy. That was the, hot. The, the literal like I think it was Tutankhamen. Oh, that was, that was number two. That wasn't the. Uh, yeah. He was at the end of it, yeah. wasn't he? Was he? Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter. As played by the Mister uh, <laughs> Robot actor. The 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 actual Egyptian dude. Yeah. Rami Malek. I was gonna say. But I was like, I can't typecast the only Egyptian actor that I yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, that was the thing. Um, they, they, they got, like, one of the few, like, they actually typecast actual it well. Egyptian guys. Uh, the second question is, which country is Vlad the Impaler, Dracula, buried in? Ooh. Oh. Here are, the, here are the potential answers. Is it A, unknown, B, Turkey, C, Romania, or D, Hungary? You've never mentioned it before, so I'm going to assume not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is some shit you would have already mentioned by now, my dude. Multiple times. <laughs> so that one's gone. And if that is the answer, I'm very disappointed in you as a friend. Yeah, the door's over there. I know, yeah. <laughs> How are you not bringing that up at every opportunity? Does everyone have an answer? Yep. Um, well, hold on. We are playing a dice rolling game here. Yes. <laughs> you can. You don't have to answer no, these questions. There I is a part of me that wants to know if I genuinely know this. <laughs> That's why we put down two answers, right? <laughs> you pick the game answer, and then you pick your real answer. Um, uh, a cult historian. <laughs> yes. If I don't know the answer, I know where I would find Absolutely. the answer. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, is that's that's a is that an aspect tied to a? Okay, all right. Uh, you you want me to give you just a straight up hint as to who is going to know this answer? Yeah. And then I'll act on that based on <laughs> who's big into vampires here. Lorelai. Yeah, Lorelai yeah. is big <laughs> into vampires. Of course, Lorelai is into vampires. She sits so far away. <laughs> um, and I think you know Jane Doe is also into vampires. Hmm. No, she's she's not said and much, so it's hard to say um, what she is or isn't into. Obviously, Ladasha. Yes. Tough call. But uh, Lorelai is the easiest go-to one there. She's also on the other side of the fucking classroom. <laughs> As, uh, yeah, I'm in the very back row. She's in the very front row. <laughs> I mean, there's no desk in front of you. Didn't you get Ladasha last time? I just, like, if I pester her every single fucking day for answers. <laughs> you didn't throw shit at her this time, so it's going to be much harder to, <laughs> to angle his way in. Uh, plus, I like how bold this play is that you're going for Lorelai. <laughs> Who is... Literally right at the front of the classroom on the very corner. Mm. <clears throat> this is going to be a hell of a play. Yeah. Um, uh, this is going to have to be a below the leg special. Okay. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just imagining like croquet. Just <laughs> trying to get it between all the legs like the little pins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've just ranked up forceful. Yeah, okay. And so my plan is I'm going to drop my eraser and I'm going to kick it specifically at uh, the back of Lorelei's chair through the legs of these other chairs in front of me. As it is written in the rule book, forceful actions always get attention. Lorelei's attention is who I want. <laughs> yes. I just want to make you aware. <laughs> Maybe careful or clever would be a better one to go with. I Look, hey, I mean, do he, forceful, if he wants yeah. to do forceful. But there is no way someone other than Lorelai is not going to notice just by that wording alone. Well, I mean, you know, it depends. You know, if you succeed, you succeed, right? Yeah. There's uh, no failure to success. And you always give There's us There's always failure to failure, however. <laughs> a difficult rarity rating, what would that be? This is going to be a difficulty rating of five. Oh, oh boy. The, I mean, you've got approximately four people there in front of you that uh, you're trying to pass through three. under the legs. Three. Oh, that's true. Sorry, Kevin's dead. <laughs> Kevin's um, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's fucking dead. Let me just put an X through his fucking neck. <laughs> You've got three people there. 
And yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I gotta know where Vlad the Impaler's buried. <laughs> I gotta do it. <laughs> All right. Um, you you yeah. can, you feel free. You can um, uh, obviously invoke aspects retroactively if you think that what you're doing appeals to an aspect. Are you doing an under, under leg special? Uh, yeah. And I do happen to have the concept underhanded megalith my love. <laughs> That is how, how oh, literal. How gosh. literal is our understanding of underhanded? <laughs> Garbage. This is an underhanded <laughs> method. You were throwing an underhand. Yeah, but, no. it, but, it's, I mean, but it's both figuratively and literally underhanded. I'll I'll let you invoke that. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you invoke that. Why not? Fuck yeah. Okay, so that's a plus five off the bat. So I only need to get a flat zero. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Gorgeous. Oh, that is that is clear. Um, that is uh, a seven. That's a beautiful roll, and unfortunately, it still isn't a success with style. But it's a okay. damn good success either way. Mm. Yeah, you pitch this. You give uh, Lorelei the underhanded special, yeah. um, the under the leg special rather. Yeah. Um, and you pitch that down. It's a glorious throw. There's a little bit of a curve to it as well, mm. as it hits. Her feet, her ankles, under the desk. Mm. What did you write in that note that, that you've given her? Um, I didn't pass a note of any kind. Okay. This this is just me uh, notifying Lorelai <laughs> that I don't know the answer to this one. <laughs> me and her have done this before. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she feels the telltale signs of uh, the Under the Leg special. Um, and there is, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, just the phrasing on that. Fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, I think you guys have devised a language. I, I would take a scratch on the back of the neck with however many fingers. Yeah. 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 And she gives you one of those. Um, uh, I'm going to write down the answer for you. Yeah. Um, uh, if there is, I mean, uh, no, I, I can't message it to you because my phone's off. But may I borrow a pencil, please? Thank you very much. I look forward to finding uh, increasingly new and creative ways to cheat as this uh, season goes on. Now, does everyone have an answer? <laughs> yes. The final question for... Wait, was that question number one, two, or three? That was two. two. Okay, great. I had a blank spot down here. I'm like, <laughs> was I prepping for the next question or did I just not answer this it? This is <laughs> really getting real now, isn't it? <laughs> why, am I, why have I got one blank space left on my test? <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's like when you get mo- like the, the fucking bubble questions and you get to the end and there's just one left and you're like, oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, it's they're all been, out of sync. It's when you've been going the whole time and for some reason they're all C. Yeah, yeah. You know that the person who wrote that test was just being psychological absolute. warfare. Yeah. yeah. It's when they're all C and then there's one in the middle that's an E. Yep. And you're like <laughs> Okay, the final question is how many reported victims did serial killer Elizabeth Bathory claim? Do we know who Elizabeth Bathory is? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she is the figure who was uh, bathing in virgin's blood to keep her youth. Correct? Oh, shit. I didn't know how the bitch is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How many people did she reportedly kill? Is it A, 900, B, 850, C, 725, or D, 650? I've successfully turned our tabletop time into pub trivia night, <laughs> I'm realizing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish pub trivia had this interesting. I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start bringing in um, meat platters for everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> what about cheese platters? Cheese platters. <laughs> cheese and like biscuits. Like not even the good ones. Like the shitty ones you get from like Woolies. That's just got the square cubes of cheese and then like the little fucking Cheerios and like circles of carrots. <laughs> Jabari on the deer goes around and collects the test papers from everybody. And uh, he also gives you the answers for the last pop quiz. Um, uh, last pop quiz, what year did the Salem Witch Trials commence? Ni- uh, 1692. Um, if you guys have your answer sheets in front of you. Yeah, you Seamus, where are my answer sheets? <laughs> <laughs> if you have your answer sheets in front of you at home, you can mark your own test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> 
Um, uh, question two, which is not one of the ingredients the witches in Macbeth use in their potion? And it's D, a dog's tail. And um, no, I got that one right. C, oh, sorry, the, the question three, uh, who was the most powerful oracle of the ancient Greeks? Seamus. Delphi? Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and uh, for those of you playing along at home, uh, submit your test answers and yeah. we'll figure out where we all rank. I think I, I, think I got two right because I definitely got the first one wrong, but I know I knew those second two. Though it'll, I will double check if Seamus can ever find my test answers. It'll be in my garbage of an apartment <laughs> at some point. That is all fair. We probably should have put them in a safe place at this point. Now, I do have a, a question, Aaron. Um, oh, you've got your own pop quiz question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, the turns have tabled. What's the benefit of this? Be- the benefit of these pop quizzes? Yeah. Um, so, mechanically speaking, in my head, um, uh, if you end up being the student out of these three that gets the most answers correct, um, I'm going to give you an aspect. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, are in heads or tails? <laughs> uh, heads. Which one's heads? That's tails. Okay. Uh, my answer sheet is blank. Okay. <laughs> oh no. You just <laughs> you straight up haven't done them. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down answers that I thought they would be for personal reasons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was asleep during the entire quiz. Um, Jabari on the deer like picks up your pop quiz from the table and then looks at you. Are you still asleep at yeah. this time? He goes saffron. Saffron. <laughs> Uh, think um while you're asleep you have the option of being in I do man I could have cheated really well. easily yeah you you have you have <clears throat> the infinite ability to cheat at will uh yeah but I'm not using I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that I'm honestly just catching up on sleep yeah I was my back was broken last <laughs> night yes yes it was <laughs> I am just sleeping that off. I sort of... <laughs> yeah? Your pop quiz. Yeah, yeah. We had a pop quiz. You know I'm collating these grades, right? They're going toward your final scores. He, like, he like shovels your paper back in, and then he goes, just pay attention next time. And then he walks off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sort of shake my head groggily. At that moment, um, the class continues and uh, concludes, um, and it is the, the, the final minutes of, of homeroom, mm-hmm. uh, and people are getting up to leave, and Bartholomew says, hello, <laughs> That's Marja, darling. Hey. He, um, he goes in for a hug. <laughs> Um, I think she just sort of puts her hands up in front of her and she's like, um, I'm not like, it's like early stages, like keep it down with the PDA and stuff. Like we've only just started dating. We don't want to be like too fast. Oh, um, I, I meant no disrespect. I just thought, um, keeping up appearances and such, uh, but I'm so happy that you came honest with me. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, you do a lot of thinking over, the, like, the, the semester break, and it's like, yeah, you, yeah. I've been thinking about the term power couple a lot. Because you have. And I believe that's what we are, a power couple. We I, come from powerful families. And as he's saying this, her eyes just, like, slowly, like, like quickly flicker over to Jin. See what... Jin, Jin's going... Yep, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Which is like, yeah, totally. That's like such a good way to put it. I'm so happy you agree with me. I have a feeling that we agree on most things. We haven't talked much, I know, but there is a connection here between you and I, my peach blossom. Oh, okay, that's that's a name. Um, Yeah, we totally, like, we have so much in common like we're both good at business yes yeah Uh, together we are an unstoppable force I know it and uh, to celebrate that I'm having or I'm throwing a dinner for the two of us 
engine. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds so good. I'm um, so glad. So I'll see you tonight then. Um, what, 6 p.m. Um, and she she briefly thinks, does she have anything planned currently <laughs> with Bree and Saffron? <laughs> I don't think she does. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, she's like, um... You were going to dispose of a body. <laughs> yeah, we have, I can do that after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> after the banquet, um, we, sh- we can watch a, a movie oh, in my theatre. You're not planning to stay the night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, like... Well, Jin can play the cello for us. And she's like, oh, that's right. Jin's so good with music. Um, but I'll, I like, I'll stay for a little bit. But like, we've got like studying and stuff to do. Like, we want to be like the. And she like grits her teeth, just like just a little bit like the, the bestest business power couple. We gotta like, be studious. Yes, you're right. Industry, that's that's the theme of our relationship. Totally. The two of us. Working together toward a brighter future. A future where the two of us are uh, rulers. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Yes. Anyhow, uh, six o'clock sharp tonight. I'll be there. A formal dress code, I'm, a, um, like, obviously, right? Obviously. <laughs> just, yes. Just thought I'd double check, you know, like. Uh, well, uh. I'll see you later, girlfriend. <laughs> I sure thing. And then she like looks at like Jin really quickly. Babe. <laughs> and then he he like like comes up to you and quietly goes, "Thank you." Uh, remember, if this goes well, I'll give the the identity of the whistleblower. Just just like you know, it's gonna crush him, right? But that's what you want. Horribly. I know it's going to crush him horribly. Okay, good. Good. I just want to make sure you're okay with that. I, uh, okay. If Don't that's... worry, Maja. I'll be there. I know you will, sweet pea. And she, like, pats him on the shoulder. As you pat him on the shoulder, you get a notification mm-hmm. on your Scorch tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you bring it up. Uh, it is a, a universal message from... An unlisted number, um, uh, and in all caps text, it reads, Stand by for an announcement from the Computer Appreciation Society. Hey. <laughs> uh, she sort of just, like, rolls her eyes and just waits. And we'll cut to um, occult history class. Yes. Yeah. I study that. <laughs> yes, you study that. <laughs> So occult history class uh, takes place in the Grand Library of the Ganymede Institute. Um, and there are uh, like a, a few students there that, that you know, uh, share your homeroom with you. Um, primarily, Ladasha is there. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, um, uh, Bartholomew is there. Um, uh, and, and he's, you know, like, like he's taking this class along with Jin, um, who is struggling to keep up. The teacher that takes this class is an old crone named Georgia McCafferty. And um, uh, like she, she walks in. She's very old-fashioned. She looks like the evil stepmother from Cinderella. Mm. She's got her hair um, up in a kind of Victorian buffant um, uh, style. And uh, this is one of the only places in the Institute that still uses, uh, like, uh, slate boards. There's this giant blackboard um, uh, that, that has, you know, like, um, last week's equations and page references to long-forgotten um, history tomes. Um, uh, and the, the, the atmosphere in this library is not only is it the Grand Library, but it is Mrs. McCafferty's classroom. Mm. And the tension in here uh, is indescribable. Um, uh, you could hear a mouse's pin drop in here. It is so quiet. Um, uh, and today's lesson is on the history of hemomancy. Blood magic. Hello. 
Um, uh, she goes, now, who here can tell me who founded the school of humanity? I, I imagine it's, yeah, dead silence across the board. Nobody? Unsurprising. Unsurprising. If you attended your homeroom class today, you may have picked up a theme in the pop quiz. Uh, Stoneheads, vampires, and... Oh. Bathing, bathing in blood? Bathing in blood, of course, yes. Do you want to take a stab <laughs> at who founded Hemomancy? Uh, I'm going to say Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> ah, you would say that, Rudy, but you're wrong. <laughs> then I would say Vlad the Impaler. Correct. Mm. On a second attempt. <laughs> <laughs> the school of Hemomancy is a forbidden magic. So that is why I imagine attendance is so high today. People love hearing about the things that they cannot do. It is only recently that these books have been returned to our library. Some dolt left them behind in the old school library and was vacated years ago. Uh, how did you get them, Mrs. McCafferty? Well, we went to the old school, Rudy, <laughs> you, to you... pick them up. Isn't it dangerous in there? Aren't there like creaky floorboards that could fall through? She like um she advances toward your desk. <laughs> she almost floats toward you, and um uh, in the way that that uh, matrons and Catholic nuns uh, have um uh, that fear presence stands over you and says, "Who do you take me for, Rudy?" I am a witch. I'm a damn good witch at that. You think whatever was left behind in the old school uh, could get the one up on me? Answer truthfully, Rudy. I won't hold it against you. Uh, no, Mrs. McCafferty. <laughs> oh, mate, no. Yeah, no. On the first no, try, Yeah, Rudy. no, on the first try. I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> I thought it was going to flip around and be a lesson of, no, actually, there are things bigger than me and you should be scared of them, but she, no, um, no, <laughs> nothing, nothing bigger than you. <laughs> she turns and she walks out and Ladasha is like looking at you, mm. just going, shut up. <laughs> shut up. She's got it in for me. I swear, ever since I called, uh, I said when she learned it was called the cult uh, current affairs. <laughs> I heard that, Rudy. <laughs> and no, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> But I do not hold grudges. It ages people to <laughs> hold grudges. <laughs> and <laughs> Come on, say it. You know you want Rudy's to. Rudy's trying so hard not to lie. <laughs> I love this character. Um, well, my favorite book of all time has this exact character. <laughs> it's the book that I've been trying to get you to read forever. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not this exact. It's a little bit different. Can I pretend that I stole the character from that book? No, because <laughs> I, I know you would be lying. <laughs> she returns to the blackboard um, uh, and uh, she starts uh, scrolling uh, Vlad's, Vlad Tepesh's name across the board and uh, how he was a prince of Wallachia, um, uh, which is a region in uh, Transylvania. Um, uh, and is sort of in the... Uh, it's, it's in Romania now. I see. At the time, uh, it, it might have been part of Hungary and might have been part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire at some point. Um, I, I imagine people argue about this. <laughs> people, yes, yeah, 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 yes, yes. This is why I am choosing my words carefully. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, he, Vlad the Impaler is notorious, infamous in history for impaling. He impaled thousands of people, um, uh, and he is the direct character, uh, influence for Dracula, except that in this world, he was Dracula, <laughs> um, and he founded the school of Hemomancy. Um, uh, McCafferty uh, continues scrolling across the board. 
she comes back and she picks up um, this ancient book and uh, she goes, now does anybody here have any speculations about what the practice of hemomancy includes? For it is versatile. Come on, guys. I can't answer every question. <laughs> hey, I'm not in this class. I'm not in this class either. No, no I'm talking to the other class. Uh. Uh, Ladasha, Ladasha um, puts a hand up and, and she goes, yes, Ladasha. And um, she replies, uh, uh, well, I mean, it, the obvious, right? Vampires? Yes, she replies. That is obvious. <laughs> but... That is a non-exhaustive list of the powers associated with the humanity. Uh, blood manipulation. The transfer of blood from one living organism into another. The practice of ridding blood entirely from creatures. Side note, are just blood transfusions not a thing? Um, Since it's... Hemomancy is a forbidden practice. Okay, but in terms of medicine, do, are there just like no blood transfusions in this universe? So there are blood transfusions with technology. Okay, with technology. But um, to elaborate, what McCafferty um, is talking about is the outer scientific practice of hemomancy. Okay, so specifically is, like mixing magic with blood. Yes, it is. it is... I hesitate to say pure magic because everything in this world is a mathematical formula and mathematics got to the point where it started emulating magic, whereas outer scientific craft um, uh, is eldritch magic. Uh, yeah, Rudy says, oh, Bartholomew knows about blood manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> Bartholomew goes... What? <laughs> yeah, no, no. You should tell everyone where all your blood was rushing earlier when you were talking to Marja. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is a chitter through the classroom as people snigger and laugh, and um, McCafferty grows bright red with fury. Um, uh, before, Another blood manipulator. Before, yeah. <laughs> before, before, um, eerily, it all at once disappears. As as if she has just banished the emotion from her body entirely. Mm. Um, she goes, Rudy, if I hear another outburst from you, I don't know what I will do. Rudy nods. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying on with class. Uh, Bartholomew, uh, read from the extract that I have linked to you on your scorch. Um, and Bartholomew reads along. Um, uh, this is a weird kind of check. So I guess I'll phrase it as a question. Okay. Is your phone on loud or silent? Um, I don't think Rudy ever has the sound on his phone on. Or the Scorch tablet, I should say. It never, never has the sound on the Scorch tablet. No, it's, uh, everything's on vibrate. You get a message. It's a universal message from an unlisted number. It says, stand by for an announcement from the Computer Appreciation Society. Ah. And is everyone else looking at... Uh, everyone's got to pull out the Scorcher app. Of course they're looking at their phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are a collection of vibrations across the desk. There's also some that just randomly go off. Mm. Um, and some text... To speech readers automatically read out the message through the library. Stand by for an announcement from the Computer Appreciation Society. Um, and McCafferty takes this huge uh, foot-long ruler and oh. slaps it against the desk um, and goes, I will have order in this library. Um, uh, and, and people are kind of looking quizzically around one another. Because when the Computer Appreciation Society has something to say, it doesn't end well for whoever they are targeting. Right. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> targeting literally everyone. Sweet. And I just had the sudden thought that this might be what Saito did. That probably sounds right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 
kind of what I was thinking as well. Um, it is then followed up by another message. Um, uh, it is like, <laughs> it is a direct link to Saffron's profile. <laughs> okay. Which which profile? The like, student profile. The public one? Yeah, the okay. public one. Um, uh, and uh, people, people are kind of looking at it, and again, they are gossiping, rumoring to one another. Um, and McCafferty has kind of lost control of the classroom at this point, and um, uh, she returns to writing furiously on, on the chalkboard. Ladasha turns to you and says, Really? You did this for me? <laughs> Yeah, he's he's uh, going. Oh God, this was. Um, he, he was thinking to himself he was going to step in and stop this if it got out of control, but he didn't actually put any more thought into that. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. That, I mean, like he's he's a delinquent, and he threw paper at me. I've, <laughs> you didn't have to burn him alive. I I saw him do other stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What kind of other stuff? Yeah, Rudy. Uh, <laughs> what kind of other stuff? Uh, it's stuff I can't talk about right now. Huh. Uh, okay. Um, and uh, like people, people, yeah, like are quietly talking and studying to one another. Um, uh, I guess this is your opportunity to ask Ladasha any series of questions you want. Uh, yeah, I am going to shuffle over to her table. She looks up. Um, she's not. She's not like afraid. She, she's just. But she's a, taken aback. A little skittish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. The. What did he throw at you? Uh, it was. It was just some silly drawing. What was it a drawing of? Uh, it's like him waving his sword. It, it looked like he was sleepwalking. This is clicking for Rudy last night. So Lorelai saw that picture as well. Are you asking Ladasha this? Yeah. She goes, what about Lorelai? Oh, um, the paper's trajectory it went from, you know what, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I went. I, I have a second question and it's, it's, it's more of a personal one. <laughs> okay. I, it's, well, it's more of a job one. A job one? Hmm. The student council's got some tip-offs about a cheating ring. Okay. I've... <laughs> She's still playing dumb with me here. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, is she, is she playing dumb? I was, I was talking to Marja about this. She was saying that everyone is a suspect, except for me. Oh. I'm the only one that's clear Why and perfect. Why would you be a suspect? <laughs> In a cheating ring. I'm not. That's the thing. That's good, Rudy. So it sounds like someone's looking out for me. But not. Are you involved in a cheating ring? No. <laughs> but not looking out for me I'm... enough that I, I wouldn't... <laughs> I guess I'm not understanding why you're asking me these questions. I was off the money about who the informant was, <laughs> I guess. My thinking Are you involved in a cheating ring, Rudy? No. No, why would I cheat? I'm so good at this. I <laughs> I, I knew who uh, Vlad the Impaler, I know he unknown grave, no one knows where he was buried. These are the kinds of things I know. <laughs> um, uh, she goes, I, I care about you, Rudy. Um, it, it's good having a study friend in class. She kind of looks aside for a second. <laughs> that's a pretty intense way to phrase it, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's what this is. We're study friends. Yeah. In a cult history class. In a cult history class. And you're not part of a cheating ring. No, no cheating. <laughs> That's good that we can be honest with one another. 
<laughs> I, I'm, I've flipped back and forth in my head like five times during this conversation <laughs> as to whether she's the informant or not. <laughs> and he says, damn it, I'm, I'm in the cheating ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She closes her notebook and and she stands up and she doesn't make eye contact with you and she goes, I've got to go. And she leaves the table. You did gun goof, son. <laughs> and like, like the, you know, like she kind of like, like stops at the entranceway. She's like hot clutching her books to her chest and she like looks back at you for the briefest of moments and then just walks out. Hmm, <laughs> that could have gone better. <laughs> You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.